0: Welcome to Episode 5 of Organize Your Closet and Your Life Will Follow. The topic today is around self-love and why I don't make New Year's resolutions. The subtopic can be how to reach your personal goals through self-love. And I'd love to start with an Oscar Wilde quote that just speaks to me so deeply. And I'm sure you've already heard this quote. It is, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. And I just love the idea that you can have a romance with yourself on so many different levels And that is why I believe that self-love is probably one of the greatest gifts that you can not only give to yourself, but also to the people around you that you really do love and care about. So basically the new year is here, January is over, and I have a question, how many of you have already broken your New Year's resolutions. Hands up, please. I know my hand would have shot straight up had I actually made any. I believe that for some of us, with all the good intentions around resolutions, they're just not something you can dive into and sustain after going through the holidays. For the most part, we set unreasonable goals and don't do the pre-work to set ourselves up for success in the long haul. Then we beat ourselves up, say bad things to ourselves. For example, you're such a loser. You dummy, you fat ass. I knew you wouldn't be able to do it. You are going to just stay that way forever. You, you, you. How often do you say these types of words to yourself? Once a year? Once a month? Once a week? Or once a day? Really think about that. Really think about that for a moment. Would you say these words to anyone else? No? Well, why on earth would you talk to yourself that way? I won't even go into words on water, but please look up Dr. Masaru Emoto, somebody I really look up to, a famous scientist, and then decide how you should be speaking to yourself, knowing that you are made up of 65 to 70% water. Why is it that we choose to put the oxygen mask on others first before ourselves? Have we not yet learned that doing that leads to burnout? And then what happens to us? That is just a long, hard road we should definitely try at all costs to avoid. We need to take care of ourselves before others. That goes for new moms and dads too. I know it sounds like it's hard, but believe me, I remember those early baby days. You are literally running on fumes and without even a small amount of self-care, you might wonder why you are not feeling well physically, or worse yet, go into a deep depression. Always putting others first, including your baby, is truly counterintuitive to your own life. I remember even just taking a 10-minute pause to drink a warm cup of healing tea really saved me during those early months of having babies. I also urge that you do not try to boost your self-esteem by playing the comparison game with others. This is utter rubbish, and it can only work for so long, while also turning you into a catty, miserable human being. If at all possible, try not to base your self-esteem on tangible success. I mean, who even started down this terrible rabbit hole? And why is it so important that when we meet someone, we immediately want to know what they do instead of who they are? I'll tell you why. We do this because we have been programmed as a society to put our self-worth on what we do, how much we make, and what our title might be, not who we are. You are enough exactly the way you are, and you are a human going through life. You are trying different things and navigating your way through life, just like the rest of us. We truly are all in this together. Self-love allows you to support yourself in such a powerful way that it can keep you from depression, suicide, drugs, alcohol, and other destructive behaviors and negative emotions like jealousy, greed, hate, emptiness, inadequacy, fear, and guilt. You get the picture. According to the Better Health Channel, and I will read a little excerpt. They say that negative emotions can be described as any feeling which causes you to be miserable and sad. These emotions make you dislike yourself and others, and reduce your confidence and self-esteem and general life satisfaction. They go over several things, but I want to highlight three that I found very interesting. So the first one is holding on to negative emotions causes a downward spiral. Negative emotions stop us from thinking and behaving rationally and seeing situations in their true perspective. When this occurs, we tend to see only what we want to see and remember only what we want to remember. This only prolongs the anger or grief and prevents us from enjoying life. The longer this goes on, the more set the problem becomes. Dealing with negative emotions inappropriately can also be harmful. For example, expressing anger with violence. The second part states that emotions are complex reactions involving many biological and physiological processes within our bodies. Our brain responds to our thoughts by releasing hormones and chemicals, which send us into a state of arousal. All emotions come about in this way, whether they are positive or negative. It's a complex process, and often we don't have the skills to deal with negative feelings. That's why we find it hard to cope when we experience them. And this is actually an area where mindful awareness really comes into play and can be a useful tool for all of us to use. The third part I wanted to highlight is how to deal with negative emotions. There are a number of coping strategies to deal with negative emotions, and these include the following. Don't blow things out of proportion by going over them time and time again in your mind. Try to be reasonable. Accept that bad feelings are occasionally unavoidable and think of ways to make yourself feel better. Relax. Use pleasant activities like reading, walking, or talking to a friend. Honestly, the first thing any of us should do when we start feeling the negative emotions come on is acknowledge them and then sit with them and just breathe. Try to breathe steadily and maybe even just count to just shift your focus from the emotion into the counting or the breathing. Then you can acknowledge the emotion full force with your prefrontal cortex rather than the fight-or-flight amygdala that jumps into immediate response. Another thing they say is to exercise. Aerobic activity lowers your level of stress, chemicals, and allows you to cope better with negative emotions. The last thing they suggest is to let go of the past. Constantly going over negative events robs you of the present and just makes you feel bad. Okay, so let's go back to being your own best friend. When you have a friend as your inner voice, rather than an enemy, imagine the powerful partnership that you can forge with yourself. Once I stopped all of my own negative self-talk, honestly, my life changed for the better. Now, if I find myself saying something mean to myself, you know, because I spilled something or whatever, something happened, I immediately have gotten into the habit of catching myself and saying the words, cancel, cancel. That is not me. I am enough. And I make mistakes. I'm human. Let's move forward. So for example, the other night, I was filling my son's water bottle in the kitchen, and I missed the opening, and a ton of water spilled, (laughs) a ton, in the first few seconds, and it was 11.30, and I was just trying to do something nice for him, and it turned into a mess. I immediately proceeded to say the following to myself, You dumbass, what in the H did you do, dumbass? Wow, I even double whammyed the derogatory term at the front and back end of my terrible self-talk. But I also immediately after used the words, cancel, cancel. I'm sorry I said that. And this was just an honest accident on my part. Everybody spills once in a while and it's okay. So then what I did is I turned the situation around and realized that I get to use the water to shine up my fridge and clean that portion of the floor right in front of the fridge that was probably sticky anyway, right? So anyway, I like to try to cancel, cancel negative talk and turn things around if at all possible. You know, when you become your best friend, you will honestly never be alone and you can never, ever be lonely I just found that piece of the whole self-love realm to be an amazing, amazing way to live. Treat yourself as you would a best friend, because you are your first best friend of all. There is no one on this earth that should care more about you than yourself. Be kind to yourself. Uplift yourself. Treat yourself like you would the person you love the most in the whole world. Think about that person or persons right now. Think about them, really. Imagine them sitting with you, sitting in front of you. Imagine they failed at something and came to you to talk about it or get some advice. How would you speak to them? How would you encourage them? How would you comfort them? How would you support them in reaching their ultimate goals? And how would you uplift them when they are down? Now, what if this was you? Imagine that you are the one that failed at something. You would most likely like I have done in the past, you would probably beat yourself up and put yourself down for a whole day, calling yourself all kinds of ridiculous names and maybe even cussing at yourself. If this is you, I beg you, please stop. Act as you would to that person you love the most, to your best friend or a child, or imagine how someone you love and look up to, would talk to you. How would they speak to you? How would they encourage you? How would they support you in reaching your goals? How would they uplift you when you are down? You simply can't change the state you are in now until you accept who you are right now. Once acceptance has occurred, You will be ready to move forward to the next step. Use mindfulness, which is simply just being aware of your feelings and just accepting them. Being aware of who you really are, and then just accepting that, truly accepting that. I mean, honestly, what else can you do? The easiest path is honestly just love and acceptance. Love and accept who you are, exactly the way you are. Everything else is too complicated. And weaving that web is too complicated. You know, there are so many benefits in practicing self-love. It reduces stress and allows you to go through life in a more positive way that is healthier for your mind and body. Your creativity soars when you are treating yourself with self-love, because the inner critic is locked away, and your fear of failure subsides, allowing you the ability to take chances in life, knowing that if something goes wrong, or there is a failure of some sort, you will be kind to yourself and treat yourself as you would your own child or a best friend. In essence, you are more afraid of yourself and that inner critic than anything else. You must know that failure is always inevitable some way, somehow. Failure is the first step towards success. So just embrace it. If you know that you will treat yourself kindly when you fail, then you allow yourself the freedom, real freedom, to just try everything your heart desires, and to be creative because you know it's okay if it doesn't work out. You know that you can provide yourself with support, get back up, and try again. Here are a few things you can do to practice more self-love. First and foremost, write the words, I am enough, on a post-it note, or directly on your bathroom mirror. Look at this every day and say it every time you happen to look in the mirror. I learned this trick from Marissa Peer, who is a famous psychologist in the United Kingdom. Create a morning power affirmation. The one I've been using for years on end is the following. I'm awake. I'm alive full of energy and full of life, and today is a great day to prove it. It actually makes me laugh even on days when I wake up feeling really shitty or just not good. I still say this and somehow get out of bed, and then I start feeling better. I also say practice a self-love meditation where you teach yourself to love yourself in a way you never have before. Check out Insight Timer or Calm or any of the meditation apps out there to find something you like. You can also try to do positive mindset breaks throughout your day. 11 a.m. can be five minutes of gratitude. Gratitude actually opens the door for so much. So many positive feelings and emotions. 1 p.m. can be five minutes of listing maybe five to ten positive characteristics about yourself. 3 p.m. can be five minutes of a self-love mantra. In the vein of self-care, maybe you can stand up and do some stretches while you do this positive mindset break. Remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup. So please fill yourself up to overflowing so that you may share the excess with others, but you are never depleted because you always make sure to take care of yourself first. Now getting back to you being the self-referral for your own happiness I urge you to try these methods and see how you feel a month from now. I can almost guarantee you will be feeling much better and your set point for happiness will have increased. Remember to celebrate the amazing person that you are, so unique and so ready to share your gift with the world. Wishing you all an abundance of self-love and hoping to chat again really soon. Thank you so much for listening to Organize Your Closet and Your Life Will Follow podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave me a five-star rating on iTunes. It will really make a difference to young podcasts like mine. So please, 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 please take a second if you can. I would really, truly appreciate it. I also want to say I'm just marveling at how many countries are listening in and how many cities it's pretty amazing i've got 33 countries and 172 cities so far listening to this podcast and what i'd like to do is just shout out all of these amazing places and i you know i'll just do a few at a time so let me go ahead and start i see um, I have listeners in the following cities: Lapa, Parana, Logan City, Queensland, in the house, Franklin Square, New York, Cape Town, Western Cape, San Rafael, San Jose, Interlochen, Michigan, Kaunas, Kaunas, Teresina, Piauí, Eskisehir, Eskisehir, Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv, Box Elder, Montana. Paramatta, New South Wales. And I'll end today with Ogden, Utah and pick it up again another time. But anyway, I wanted to thank all of you so much for tuning in. Thank you so, so much, everyone, and have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye for now.